Okay, so we're going to be starting this beautiful, beautiful piece from Tzadik, this Tzadik Rav, Rav Kook, whose 82nd Yorza was this last Friday. And um, needless to say, without Rav Kook, I don't know where any of us would be, I don't know where our Chabura would be, I don't know what Eretz Yisrael would be like, I don't know what anything would be like. But I just know that we have an opportunity to enter through this shah of learning through a beautiful and important piece here from Rav Kook. This is from the end of the Sefer Oros HaTorah, Orot HaTorah. And, and, and Yehuda's right, like if we, would, if we came, if I told you to get each Sefer, and we'd show up with each Sefer, even if we'd learn a few lines from the Sefer itself, and it would just sit in front of us, it might be very, very, very intimidating for us. So that's why it's, it is kind of important that we have just something in front of us, exactly what we're going to be learning. But if you want, I'm always going to mention the Makor of where these Sparim are. To give a biography on Rav Cook, I don't think is necessary right now or possible. But Rav Cook's 82nd Torah was this last Friday, and he passed away in 1935. On Gimel Elul, you can swim in an ocean of tears, tshuva, simcha, almost through every paragraph of Rav Cook. Rav Cook, I don't think anyone has even begun to crack open. Besides, obviously, Rav Weinberger's what he's done with Rav Cook has changed the face of 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 YU, of half of American Jewry, Rafule. But it's still in sod. It's still a secret. It's still a secret. So, Be'ez HaShem, Kaddish Baruch should have compassion within us and see that really all we want to do, Kaddish Baruch is show up, is to feel prepared for the dates that you set. You set the times of a year. You set, you set our lives open for us and you set us the tzaddikim to put on our path. And all we want to do is to take advantage of all the Kedusha that you already set up for us in our lives, in front of us. And these tzaddikim should be real live figures in our life. Mamish, live, live figures that are instructing us that we, we really have a, what's called hiskashrus, a real hitkashrut, a connection. Feeling a personal connection to the tzaddik. Always. Specifically to Rav Kook. And that's why I wanted to start with Rav Kook's piece over here. So this is the end of a sefer called Orot HaTorah. Mirosh Chodesh Elul He's speaking to Talmidim in his yeshiva. From the beginning, from Rosh Chodesh Elul, which is just coming up on us, Yedu et chovatam ha-gmura lishmor tmidim kesidrum. What does that terminology come from? Tmidim kesidrum? What about, yeah, what is that? What, what do we say in there? We say it every Shabbos. So what does it mean, tmidim kesidrum? So what does it mean? So what does tmidim kesidrum mean? There's a say there. It's not just that every day it should happen to me that I feel you. Is that there's a time every day for me to feel you. You hear? It's not just this sporadic feeling of I should feel it every day. It should happen to me every day. But I, I, I set a time every day. Tmidim kesidram. What should I lishmor? Tmidim kesidram. Et mishmeret hakodesh shel sheot alimud beyeshiva, that I hold so holy and dear to me, the hours of learning in the yeshiva, ulehosif kedusha v'tahara, to add on holiness and purity. Bayamim hakedoshim hamemash meshim ubayim bezrat Hashem, and I add on as I'm getting closer. Every day I'm getting closer to the Yom Tovim. There's more in my day that's being added on bekedusha v'tahara. How many of us wake up chafches tishrei? and say, oh my God, maybe now I'll get it, I'll get my act together. Okay, we're in Hey Elul. We're pretty good. We're pretty good right now. Hey Elul. 
בימים הקדושים הממשמשים ובאים בעזרת השם. How do I add on to these days with holiness? בחשקת התורה והיראה. חשקה. חשק. What חשק? Passion also. בחשקת התורה. I have a drive, a passionate drive to, to see these farm, to hear of these tzaddikim. I have a drive. I'm driven. I want this. with this holy das of this inner way of understanding the Torah and the world as an inspiration of our holy gathering together our likable gathering together that our gathering together that our coming together should be a kinus that's raui for tzadikim Pretty, we're setting, we're setting, we're setting the goal. We're setting the goal, okay? We're setting it up there. Now, this is, I feel, this next piece over here is that Rav Kook is mamish talking to us right now. Because we're, we're here on Hey Elu and not in the last few days of Elu. Ritzoni lezarez bazeh limezorazin shekmotchem yirbu b'Yisrael. What is mezoraz? אלקטרוליברטס,אהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
There is a way to prepare yourself as the year is going by. I'm just going to go, you know, I'll translate it word for word for a second. <coughs> the way of preparation, <laughs> the way that we prepare ourselves, that we need to be busy with taking care of, <laughs> what does that mean? Our, our, our real perfection. Yeah, our real completion. Okay, that's nice translation. What does that mean in English? <laughs> What does that mean, our real completion? When does a person feel complete? When did you ever feel complete? <laughs> Anyone here ever feel complete? I guess this is the hachana, right? To come in and talking about what a lot of us talked about this morning. Don't, don't leave the loose strings lying right. around as you enter Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> Might be right. talking about completing the things that we said we were going to do this year. Very good. Last Rosh Hashanah. In order so that I can then just show up and... And be taken seriously this year. By who? By yourself. By yourself. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so this is right. That one too. It's the king. I want the king to take me seriously. You know the feeling that when and you I go want to myself. a meeting where you're not fully prepared. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. That's Hashlama the worst for your, the way you feel yourself. <coughs> yeah, you know, forget, you, you forget them. You may get them. through the meeting. No. You may get out of there, I got through that one. Right, but inside, Hashlamatenu like, I got by that by the skin of my teeth, yeah. That's what he's saying. Betzet Hashana, the, the year's leaving, the year's leaving. So just because time comes in Mitchadesh, if, if you don't take time right now to try to like jump through all those places to kind of lashlimit akol, you're not really going into a new year. You're, you're schlepping with you so much excess baggage that truly does not have room even for the next year. There's no room for it. You have time now from Rosh Chodesh Elul. Now's the time till the end of the year to be able to show up and take yourself seriously when the Chazan says, HaMelech, this Yantav. And you're not thinking about, I didn't prepare enough, I didn't do enough, I'm not buried, I didn't take care of what I need to take care of. Why schlep it in to the new year? So he's saying, Rav Kook is saying, I could see, I could talk to you guys because you take yourself seriously. You're showing up now. You're doing it now. And to properly prepare ourselves for the light of the holy days, Yom HaZikaron, that's Rosh Hashanah, What is he saying over here? From Rosh Hashanah until Motzei Shmini Atzeres. Does anyone have time to prepare anything? And is there a lot to do? There is so much to do. I'm, you know, I'm mamish hyperventilated over Shabbos, thinking about my life from now till the day after Simchas Torah. I had to like work on myself to not think about it too much because I started to get. I really, I got. I, I, I started sweating, and then like after thinking about all those things, and then I'm like, wait a second. And my children, and then I was like, oh my God. And then school started. Right, school started. I have four little kids, you know, then I'm like, oh my God, and all of that. Like, and then I was like, and then I started getting depressed, and like, I can't believe that I didn't first think about my four children, and only then all the other things. And then, like, okay, chatterbox. Atkan. But I mamish started to freak out. Why? Because once Rosh Hashanah comes in, there's no hachanas. There's no hachanas. 
It's, you're in. There's no hachanot anymore. Once Yantiv is in, it, for me in my life, it's always like this. From Yantiv until Hanukkah, you can barely breathe. From Rosh Hashanah, really from Slichas, from the first night of Slichas till around Hanukkah, there's no hachanot time. Nothing. At least, at least definitely till Simchas Torah. So much. So much to take care of. Tachlis. Even if just you're pushed like with nothing you have nothing really going on just to, just to go through it up so quick oh my god boom 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 there's no there's barely any time oy yesod kol tov ba'adenu next paragraph u'ba'ad kol yisrael u'ba'ad kol ha'olam kulo the foundation of everything good for us and for all of Am Yisrael and really for the whole world shehinenu kol kach te'evim leha'iram Be'or Hashem. We have such a... Te'evim here means from the word from te'avon. We have such an... What's our appetite? Like what is our... What do we really want? What is, what is going to manage? Really, really, in an, in an inside level. What do we want to do? Leha'iram be'or Hashem. We want to enlighten the world. We want to enlighten the days of our life. The light of Hashem. So in order to do that, Hu ha'chefetz hanachon shenikba benafshenu so it's the right desire. Now look at the, these words are so important, and you should underline these words. They're so crucial. We will be kovea. We will, how do you say kovea? We will set, right? Establish in our nefesh for holiness and for uh, elevation. Look at these next three words. I'm, I'm also doing it. Sheifat Behirut Hasechel. Anyone want to give a crack at that? The, the yearning of the in, in, enlightenment of the, of the mind. Clarity. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Sheifa, instead of yearning, what word? Aspiration. If I had to give a title for this piece from Rav Cook, it's Welcome to Elul. Aspirations, aspirations, aspirations. Now, we have a lot of aspirations. I want to do this this year. I want to learn this this year. I want to conquer this meter this year. Rav Cook says, stop. Stop. What do you really, really need to do? She'ifat behirut hasechel. I aspire to have clarity in my mind. It's the same thing as Yeshua. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not yet. Not yet. Don't, don't, don't go there yet. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe yes, maybe no. We're not saying what to do. We're saying... Just to know what, what you actually want. To know what you want. Right. Bittel is the... Of course, it's the means. But we're not even there yet. She'ifat be'irut ha'sechel. Do you even know what you... The clarity of the mind. The clarity... Now, obviously, the Tnuat HaAshkata of the Piyasetzner will help us tremendously achieve... You know, this amazing aspiration of having a behirut asechel, having a clarity of the mind. Do you know what you even want? Do you have any idea what you even want or how to, how to, how to understand that? She'ifat behirut asechel. This is an amazing, amazing concept. Behirut asechel. That my mind is clear. Now, with, in today's static, with the loud, loudness of the world, having a mind that's clear is a chiddush. Sheifat Beirut Asenchas. Like if someone asks you, oh, you started learning in the Bnei Machshavah the Chavura, what are you guys learning this month? 
So if you want to sound from, what do you say? Lishma kol shayfa, right? That's if you want to sound from, if you want to sound legit like that. What are you learning? Oh, learning sigi of Hashanah, lishma kol shayfa. And it's true. But you think you can hear the sound of the shofar if you don't have behiru sasechem? If you don't have clarity of the mind? Vehagbarat hofa'ato aleinu. And to have that behirut of the seichel, mamish show up in our lives, in everything that we're doing. That not just when I learn, my mind is clearer, but when I talk to my wife, my mind is clearer. When I talk to my child, my mind is clearer. When I discuss a business matter, I'm talking from a place of a clear mind. Sheifatna, look at the next three words. Boom, bombs. Sheifat Yosher Halev. What's the next aspiration he brings up here? Ah, he say it all the time. Okay, let's say integrity. What else? What do you call Yosher Halev? Straightness of the heart. What does that mean? It means not going after the static, like the Rav was talking about, not having that noise and just having that straightness of clearing it so we're able to serve a Okay, what else? What is what else is Yishrei Lev? Yashrus. Your your desires also. We're just talking about Lev. Usually means like your desires, so that that they should be in line with things that are Yashur. That you shouldn't be aspiring to X, Y, and Z, which will stray from the path of where you're really where you're supposed to be doing. So okay. it doesn't necessarily mean this, things that are Tomei, necessarily things that are Usher, right? But things that aren't in the Derech Yashur of where you're going. I mean, obviously you shouldn't be going things like Geneva, whatever, or right. or two Taivas, which are we call not Yashar, which are Tumor right. also, but I think even stronger is that it should be the proper aspirations to get you in the path where you're supposed to be. It's a progression. Knowing what you want, like, wanting the right things. Well, first, right, if it's not in your mind, then how's it going to be in your heart and your feelings first? Yeah. What, what else do you guys think yeah. about when you say, Or Uli Simcha, Yashrus of the Lev brings a person to Simcha. Uli Lev Simcha. So why does that bring a person to Simcha? When a person has. What's a, what's a crooked heart? Put it like this. Yishrei lev, akrimus What's a crooked heart? Self-deception. Um, yeah, chasing time. Self-deception. Yeah. Crookedness of the heart. Okay. Or convincing yourself that this thing that you want is, pro- is really... <laughs> you, you <laughs> it's it's mamish living in that place of, of I've completely convinced myself that this thing that seems to, you know, everyone thinks it's bad for me. It's, I can see how this is really good for me, you just don't see it. It's also when a person just, you know, does something that's bad, they're just thinking about themselves. And they're just thinking about what, you know, it's a very, it's a very selfish thing, it's very personal. And then when a person gets to things in life and they think that they're in charge, then when they realize certain things fall through and they're not in their hands, it just brings depression because the person has to hold on to that feeling of, oh, I'm in charge, I, I could do anything. Right. And then when, once a person realizes that they have the right feelings and the right wantings, the right yearnings to be with Hashem, to be with Amisram, to do the right things, then it doesn't matter what happens, whether the person succeeds, so to speak, or doesn't succeed, it's all within the realm of what Hashem wants. So it's a whole different reality. But also being true to your heart is knowing all that your heart desires and then, like you said, choosing now right. what you're going to Use that as a power uh-huh. and not give power to the things you don't uh-huh. want. So these two things, <laughs> I'm standing before you, Hashem, 
It's the fifth day of Elul, and I'm standing before you so that when Rosh Hashanah comes, I really have a little bit more of a clarity of my seichel, and I also have a, a, a clarity. I have, I have a heart that's that's yashar that I've I've learned more how to look at those things that my heart feels, and I'm always convinced if my heart feels it, it must feel it must be good, and I've learned a way how to have yashrut of the lev, straightforwardness of the lev. Shikol hamidot all desiring of good qualities are all connected to these two, these two functions. Now, what does he say here? Another level. Sheifas tahara sachaim. This is amazing. The aspiring what to have a life of purity. And again, we can, we could say a million things, but he explains over here pashut what that means. Taharatamasim. My actions are pure. My diburim. I would love my mouth, my mouth to be pure. This level. <coughs> Pure. I just want it to be a pure mouth. But what comes out of here is mamish purity. That I, I stop. I stop the games. I just stop the games. Just purity. I stop talking lush and hard about myself. Pure mouth. That's a hard one. And all values of life, the inner values and the outer values. Now he says over here, these are high aspirations. To live a life of what it, there is three she'ifot over here that he said, three aspirations. What's the first one, Ari? The first she'ifa that he said over here. What's the second one? And the third one. Three things: clarity of the mind, straightness of the heart, and living a life of purity. So Rav Kook says, Where do we draw all this? This is what we're doing here. <clears throat> From the treasure chest of real life. What's that place called? HaTorah HaKadoshah. This is from the Torah. From the learning out of Torah. These three things are possible and they're feasible and they're real. No, a Yid has no other way of receiving these levels. A Yid doesn't go to the Himalayan mountains and meditates for 20 hours a day and he'll reach these places. He might have a little bit more of quiet, but to make a kinyan on these inyanim? No. A yid's way is finding it through what we're surrounded with over here. From within the Torah Kedoshah, from learning more, these aspirations become things that are real. Ma'ayan chayenu v'chayei kol ha'olamim. It's the ma'ayan, the uh, reservoir of our life and of everything real in the world. Now, but what this piece is really doing to us is that it's letting us know that real, like, real Elul is, and all the tshuva that it entails, a real Elul is steiging. <laughs> let's, let's be real. A real Elul is mamish learning. That's a real Elul. You can take on a lot of nice things and gestures. A real Elul for us is delving into the Svarim, learning. Learning more and more and more and more. Learning just adding on more and more of learning into our life, not to say for, not for any other reason other than that's the treasure of life. This is the treasure of life and to do all these nice things of having a clarity of the mind, straightness of the heart, wanting to have purity of life, those are all beautiful things to say you want. But to show yourself that you really want it, it's only one avenue, Rav Cook says. What's that? Showing up to learn. I love this piece. It doesn't intimidate me anymore. Who's he, who's he writing this guy? 
I believe he's writing it to the students in his, t- in his yeshiva in Merkaz, the, the initial, where we, where we do hollow. He's sitting, right? Yeah, can you imagine if we had a Rosh Hashira that got us pumped like this? Guess what, we do. <laughs> we have the Rav, we have the Tzaddik, we do. Now he's gonna give us a little bit more of a taste, more of, of Talmud Torah, of literally, of learning, okay? And why, it's, why that really opens the gates to everything. Kol inyan Torah, every single aspect of Torah, Bechol Merchavea, Eli? Merchavea? In all of its breadth, Shemit Kashrim Anubo Beyoter Dvikut, that we connect to with more clinging, Beyoter Behirut, with more clarity, meaning I start learning something and I have a desire to want to understand it more, and I, I, that desire grows. What else grows with that desire? Clarity on the topic. Here she's walking around thinking sukkah gabi sukkah. It becomes something clear in his mind. This is how I'm living. Now what he says, Kol halacha haniknet bekirbenu beyoter berur al Every halacha that is acquired amongst us in a more clearer way through our shkida, literally steiging. Right? Every halacha, any aspect of halacha that you get more clarity to, right? Like, uh, let, let's say right now, let me ask you guys a question. What's the mitzvah on the blessing of the shofar? Right, if you remember, Rav Tzaidi spoke about this in Shul a little bit yesterday. Why is that the mitzvah, why is that the bracha that you say? Why is that the bracha that you say about learning, about blowing the shofar? And not what? Litkoa bashofar. Because not everyone's blowing. Ah, so I'm going to ask you I can keep on asking you more and more and more now what happens while I ask you more and more questions the time of why you're doing something becomes clearer to you what does that cause without you even realizing it internalization of it the clarity of the mind the yashus of the lev and the taharat hachaim the more I'm learning and something becomes clear to me through the lens of halakha, the Torah, through my steiging, those three aspirations that I set up before start happening to me in my life. So you'll ask me, I want to tell you, my life becomes more pure when I understand why Chazal said that the bracha on the shofar is lishmoa kol shofar and not litkoa ba shofar? And our answer is, absolutely. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. You want to tell me that if I learn clearer, I have more of a desire to understand the mitzvah of kol shofar, that that'll bring me more shalom bias? It's precisely those other things that it's like, why do I need to ask all these questions? I know the answer, right? Or why do I need to spend so much time on this? You know, I said like, why are we learning so slow, like years ago, right? It's like, it's, no, it's like, it's it, that the, that part of you is the part that's missing that's everything. causing yeah. you to miss everything. Mamish. Of course. The more you're saying it, the more you ask the questions, the right. clearer it becomes. Right. It's true. And the if process. you don't ask those questions, it won't be as clear. That's the level. You might know the halacha. Right. right. Okay, so you know, you know the halacha, you know the psak, but what relevance does that have in your life? What, is, what role is it playing in the purification of your life? Just by knowing the end game. But if you become part of the conversation... And you're causing all the people that you're quoting for their lips to start moving in the cavern. That's big stuff, you know? 
You like you could take half hour, learn some poskim, and in half hour, instead of like of of just you know doing anything of, during a half hour, whether it could be social media or stam shtuyot, you decide, I chose, uh, what did you do this half an hour? Well, I probably caused 25 lips of tzaddikim to move in a kever. Every time you quote a tzaddik, svasav medolavos bekever. Yeah, Robert Cook's mouth is right now speaking. Because we're learning his Torah. So again, kol inyan sheba Torah bechomer chavah shemizkashim anu bo biyoset veikus biyoset behiru second line on the bottom kol halacha haniknet bekirbenu beyoter berur alidish kidatenu kol sugia any sugia and when I'm learning inside shemit bareret lanu beyoter tam ubeyoter heara aliyade amalinu anafshi in accordance to how much amelus how much we're working hard. And because of my hard work to understand the sugya, it becomes clearer to me. Now he's saying, any thought you have in the world of halacha and agada. Next page. That it dwells, it sits more comfortably in our midst. The more Torah thoughts I have, the less I feel guilty and intimidated, and the more I feel at home, and it dwells clearer in my midst. You know, the beginning, when you're looking at it from an outsider, and you're like, you're living a very modern life, or whatever it is, and then you start getting into Rabbi Nachman, and then like, you're hanging with your friends, or even with your wife, or your family, and you start thinking about Tikkun HaKlali, so, does that sit good with you? No. It makes you feel... Guilty. One, guilty. What else does it make you feel? Foreign to what's around you. The outsider. It doesn't, it's not mitiyashev. It doesn't, it doesn't sit inside good. What else could it make you feel? Lonely. Very lonely. What else? Wanting to change. Wanting to change people around you. Also. N- not yet. Mm-hmm. Not, not yet. I'm saying initial stages. What else does it make you feel in an uncomfortable way? What does it make you? What does it make you? It makes you question whether you're. This is the maybe you maybe you're going off on going off the deep end. Maybe you drank the Kool Aid, yeah. right? So that, 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 those I told you what people used to do when when Chevra from Lawrence started walking to Ish Kodesh. You know, they used to stand on the corner streets with Kool Aid, with uh, giving them Kool Aid. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> a few times, a few stories. I heard. No, it was it was it was it's okay. It was it's all the Tom Tov. <laughs> Like, Alevai, they should put that up over here when you come down to the side. I don't, you know, please. <laughs> Kool-Aid stands like the same. Huh? But it's on the beginning, it's like... It's he, like right. <laughs> now, that's what we serve here at Sham No. But this word, Shemit Yashevet Yoter Ben the top line over here on, on, on page two, Shemit Yashevet is a very key word for the process of tshuva. That holiness and purity and taking on more is become something that's miyushav. That means settled. Like the word that you said, Alon, was yishuvadat. That it's a settling feeling. It feels more right. It feels more right. The more I'm thinking Torah, the more it doesn't make me feel like a loner. It doesn't make me feel like an outsider or like a judge. Which quite often, Rav Cook says, if you learning more Torah makes you feel more judgmental than other people, you're drinking the wrong Kool-Aid. Okay, that's, that's, that's not what we're talking about. I have, I have place in me that I could hear more Torah. 
yeah, I already listened to a shir in the morning, and guess what? I have another hour in the afternoon. I'm going to learn then and there. You know, I, I played last week a simcha for a very special guy, and um, a big tzaddik came to the simcha, Rav Busa. Remember Rav Busa? You, you, you remember him? The Baba Sali's grandson that Rav Weinberg is very close to? That he comes to the Malkas and everything. You hear Rav Busa? Rav Baba Sali's grandson. Rav Malka. He's, he's, he's amazing. He's Baba Sali's grandson. There's something about him that's out of this world. So anyway, he showed up to the Simcha. And this guy that I played the Simcha for, you know, very, very sweet, he had led businessman. I asked him, I said, How, what's, what's your shaykh, Mr. Rebusa? What's he doing here? He said, well, we, 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 we met him at a certain point. And then he told me that Rebusa asked him, so, so do you learn? He said, oh yeah, every morning before work. Um, I, learn, I learn for like an hour in the morning. So thinking that like Rav Busa would be like, wow, look, a businessman, he's like taking time. First they took an hour. So Rav Busa said to him, oh, so after that, you basically you say for the day, bye-bye, Torah? <laughs> but he said it in a, in a way of, of sweetness, like, it, it, it's not like that anymore, guys. Like, like, those days are done to keep us alive and afloat from the, from the craziness of this world. One year before dawn in the morning is not going to save you anymore. It's, it's, it's Meshech Hayom. There's, there's, Every, you know, every few hours I, have, I come, I, I visit the Torah again. It's not about visiting. I live with the Torah and I come and I visit the outside world. That's what it, that's the Metzius we're aiming for. People visit Torah, but they live outside. It's amazing how technology yeah. can make it much, much easier. Or, or difficult. <laughs> <laughs> you have WhatsApp groups that send you different Torah. There's no excuse anymore to not be naked to Torah all day long, morning to night. Morning tonight, I've been looking at Torah anytime lately. It's insane. The amount of Torah that are is at our fingertips. There's no more excuses. So Rav, Rav Kook is driving us to the point of saying, It's more, it's sitting more and more, these thinking Torah, learning Torah. It's just sitting more and more. Forget if my life's... It's just sitting with me more and more and more. So here Rav Kook says, we become, this is what structures us. This is what builds who we really are. This builds us. This is our foundation. This is our structure. And you build, what does it mean by klal? That the whole, the whole what's being built? Am Yisrael. The foundation the world, Am Yisrael, is being built by the individuals more and more learning. Vet kol yekum. Yekum, Yikum is much more than just people. Yikum means universe. Okay? We're getting close to this, to our true hashlama, to our true shlemus. What's shlemus? This is one. Purpose of life, the completion. So, so, I mean, He's talking about an internal process, right? You make this bekirbenu, like in your kishkes, right? In but then your hashlom is not just your hashlom. You're talking about being connected with the entire universe. That's your hashlom amitis. Right, the whole world. Hashlom amitis, the tachlis achayim, for the purpose of life. Like then you, then you're like, then you can answer the question, well, why were you created, right? I was created to. To live a life of purity. Up until that point, you ask yourself, like, why were you? Why do you think you were created? What do we usually say, man? I have no idea. I don't know because we think the answer is, I gotta 
achieve that goal. I have to become that profession. I have to make that amount of money or not, or whatever it is, which defines purpose in life. The MS, the Yid's purpose in life found through Elo is that I'm here to what? What am I here to do? What's my purpose in my life? These three, these three she'ifos, these three aspirations. This is the real Ratzon of the, the true Ratzon of Hashem through why He created the world and why He gave you and I life down here in this world. This is what we're sent down here for. This is what He wants. Because it must be clear to you and to me. <coughs> Hashem wants to lehanchil lanu. What does lehanchil mean? To, as a Yerusha, to get to... Um, to bequeath. To, yeah. to bequeath upon us, into us, the light of life. Bechol chosnam v'amitatam. With all of its might, strength, and glory. What is Rav Kook telling his students here in this last few lines? I'll tell you in one sentence. Hashem wants you to be alive. And the way that a Jew is most alive is through Talmud Torah. And the way that a Jew gets to those places of king and of the Midas as well is through the learning of the Torah. Now before you start asking, but how does this do, what does it do with my life and all that and all that, that's still static, okay? That's still the static that's interfering with us seeing a connection between us learning here and all other things in life. What we need to do is a v'na'afofu. Forget that. Now the question will start to be, how does all the rest of my life connect to here? Not how does this connect to my life? Do you hear the difference? So in, uh, in the David or Yishi, yeah. I don't you know, it's Chachalti meit Hashem, or Vakesh. So, like a Sheila, Sheila you do with your mouth, but a Vakesha is... Here, what's the difference? Ah, right, asking right, right. one shela. It's the the Everything else will have its place. Yes. Alevai. Alevai, Alevai. Please, God. So this, this, thank you so much for sharing that. And, and I tested it. You, know, you were saying there's no excuse anymore. So after I learned that, I remember when you and I had to drive from Philadelphia to Ohio. You know, I'd make that drive. My family's in Ohio. I left Philadelphia. used to be that was the worst boring drive you could have. You're lucky somewhere in Pennsylvania you'll get an AM country. <laughs> now, where you have Wi-Fi, hotspots, Sirius XL, um, uh, you could talk the whole six hours to people. You can listen to Shirim the whole six hours. You can listen to the 60 station, 70 station, 80 station, MLB, NFL. You could listen to any. So you now have this, so you put to test right. how much of that six hours am I going to listen to Shireem and how much am I going to jam right. to Chicago, you know, yeah. whatever you want to do. You know, so. yeah. 
you know, Howard Stern or whatever it's going to be, you, you now have to put that theory to the test because you have no excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, long, flight. just, long flights. You know, call my old I was thinking that, yeah. Saying, hey, I'm coming to the town, you know, you want to play, play golf. Long flights, or, yeah. Good and so you <sighs> can't, sure. uh, you can't, you have no excuses anymore. Yeah. Say, oh, I didn't have anything, so I could listen to CBS. But how amazing do you feel that when you do have that long flight, let's say, if not, most of us don't have those luxury, the long, long drives. Here in Israel, a long drive is like, you know, an hour and a half. Right. Um, but if you have like those long flights, all of us are always constantly traveling, right? How amazing do you feel when you get off the plane and you said, wow, I learned for four hours? I, I, don't I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I got two movies in that I've been meaning to watch, and I got a good slip. Oh, yeah, give us a bracha that by Rosh Chodesh. By, by Rosh Hashanah will listen to this year and will laugh that this made us laugh. <laughs> we'll laugh that this made us laugh. And we'll continue tomorrow morning.